Well, good evening, Astounding Love Global Church Fellowship and all that are watching us and joining us. Welcome to Kingdom 101 Relationships, which again is the Wednesday night Bible study for Astounding Love Global Church Fellowship. I am Pastor Lindsay Lee, and I am glad to be here tonight with you. And as promised, we have one of our own uh, all the way from New York, <laughs> the state of New York with us, and that is our own Birdie. So go ahead and tell everybody hi, my friend. You have to unmute too, love. Okay. And um, I'm welcoming her tonight because this is one of the people that I actually do have Bible study time with. Now, what we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to pray. We're going to pick up from some of the teachings that took place last week. We're still making some of our little adjustments here too, but we're going to pick up from some of the teachings that we did last week. And what Bertie is going to do is do what she does. She's going to ask questions and we're going to have a discussion of which we invite you. You are free to join in. On, on that type of thing. Where this is going to go, we don't know. Uh, I have given her the option because she's three hours ahead of me and she gets up early in the morning and she's another one of our lovely people that doesn't like to stay up late. So she may only be with us for a portion of the time and therefore I want to take advantage of, of the opportunity to spend this time with her and then we will move on into the rest of it. So let's go ahead and pray. And then, my friend, we're going to get into the conversation. I am going to give them some information about you. Father, we thank you and we praise you for tonight. I thank you for this precious vessel, this woman of God that you've been growing and that you're, you're doing it in all of us. And, and we are seeing it, I should say. You, you do the work, the finished work, and you bring us to those places of absolute loveliness. And I thank you for this vessel. I, I treasure her. And we praise you that we will listen for you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us, to tell us what it is that you want to say. And that's the, that's the place that we will move in. That's the fellowship. That's the gleaning, the learning, the pulling, uh, whatever it happens to be. But the obtaining of the revealed, things revealed in your word, things unfolded on the inside of us, everything that you do. And we praise you. Bless the ears of those that hear, that let the hearers, those that are viewing, let them have eyes to see and ears to hear what it is that you desire to impart to each of us. And at the end of this session, at the end of this time, it is our prayer that we go away better than we began, that things have been broken off of us, demolished, crushed, annihilated from our lives, that there is breakthrough, that there's understanding and that there is a desire to go even further with you in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's what I want to tell uh, you. First of all, this woman had uh, found our ministry through social media. And we thought, I thought, when I first heard about you, I thought that you had been introduced to us through Minister Frederick Johnson and his wife, Patricia. Uh, Minister Patricia Johnson, but that was not the case. What had happened was simply that um, Frederick has a, a link, and I'll give this to you all too, that if you happen to be uh, looking for the archives of our ministry, you can go to his YouTube page. And Frederick, please make sure that you put the information there, because this is the first time that this particular program is also streaming live on Communion uh, right now, as well as on the uh, the Facebook pages for the ministry, More Than Enough Ministries, and Astounding Love. And so, but what you can do is you can always go to his communion page on YouTube, and he tends to archive all of us, so all of our old pictures and how we looked, and, you know, you can see our, our change as well. And she found us on this, we had terrible, I mean, really terrible 
footage. It, it, we we did not know what we were doing. You would have thought that we had used somebody's cell phone and stood at the back of the room and tried to record things. And yet she found us. So do you want to just give, go ahead and just take a moment and just kind of let people know just a few things about you. Tell them what you want to know. Okay. You want them to know. Okay. So, wow. Well, I know you have to be birdie up there, but my name is Carlita Lewis. And um, I'm actually from Jamaica. Yeah. But as Pastor Lanzini was saying, how I was introduced to this ministry was I was watching YouTube. And, well, I was saved in that time, but I was watching YouTube. And then, I don't know, just my hands and my fingers just touched. I saw this lady sitting in a in a, one of those um chairs, but it wasn't the the picture was not looking all black, but the words, what was coming out of her mouth was Apostle Baker, Doctor Baker at that time. Yeah, the words was coming out of her mouth. It's like it just, or should I say, hooked me and pulled me. I was like, I know this video is not looking right, but something was the words that was releasing. It was like. Wow. And then I see like keep I keep looking for the video every Tuesday, right? To watch it. That well, yeah. And that was like I was going to a, a other ministry. But in that in that in that season it felt like I was dying on the inside, right? It's like, okay, something's not right, you know? When I was watching Astounding Love on YouTube and then I don't remember all. I don't remember the the words that was spoken was that she released, right? But it was like something was like going on in the inside of me, and then and then I started get dream about Doctor Baker. Like I was running away from her, and it was like actually it's like in one of the the the, the gospel when when Jesus was walking and I think it was Lazarus that went up to the tree and said, "Come down." I got a dream like that. I was running away from her and I climbed up on the tree and she called me. She said, get down. And I, and I get down and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I met the, the ministry and stuff. But then I was asking the Lord, okay, is this what I'm supposed to be at? Or, you know, yeah. But then when I met her, long comment, long story short, when I met her, when we, when we were leaving, right, she hugged me. But it wasn't like one of those hugs, like, yeah, nice to meet you and stuff like that, right? So she hugged me and I was asking, I was like, something was different. And I asked the Holy Spirit, it felt like she was wrapping her heart around me, right? And after, she, after when she released me, it's like, everything was like, it was like an explosion going on, like, all this stuff was coming alive, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anything else? Well, I like that. And how we got introduced to you was that uh, Dr. Baker had given an assignment um, from the uh, Sunday service. So you had to have been watching Sunday service. And I also noticed that your phone number would show up on our 5 a.m. morning prayer call. And I know I didn't know who you were. And it just said Birdie. And I was like, well, who is that? Thinking again, ah, this must be somebody that Frederick has introduced us to. And I got the emails. The assignment was send Pastor Lanzine the emails if yeah. you want to hear the special assignment of prayer that we were going to go into. And you sent me the email and I'm like, okay, who are you? And I mentioned you to Frederick and he of course uh, did his due diligence to meet you. 
and so forth, because she also had no idea who you were. I just noticed that you had a New York number. So the whole point of it is, is that the spirit of the Lord knows how to bring us into connection and into alliance with people, even when we don't expect it, you know? And so I just thought that that was pretty marvelous. And, and uh, of course, you've been with us for a few years now, but nevertheless, there, there are people that they find their home. And so this is one of the ways that you can see that, that God uses whatever the vehicles are to be able to, to connect us, the places that he wants us connected. So I, we wanted that introduction because one of the things about us is that I got to know you, I, I got to know her because uh, there was a time that we just noticed people were disconnected. We've got new people in New York. We have people in uh, uh, other states and other, some, and sometimes in other countries. And they weren't connected because it's like we're only seeing you online, but we don't have the interaction. And that's not good because your, your kids aren't getting fed, I guess you could say. And so reaching out, she was asking questions. And I, I think, I don't recall this, so you could correct it. But it was like, do you want to do a Bible study with me? Would you be interested? And what I was doing is I think I was picking three people. I had, no, I had five openings, actually. I said, I'm going to take on five people that I'm inviting to come and have a Bible study with me. And what you're going to do is you're going to decide what we study. You're going to determine what questions it is, what we're going to look for in the word of God and, and find out. I'm going to have to learn it if I, you know, because even if I still can't know it, I still got to learn it from the, from the perspective of what the spirit of God is. But we're going to go on this journey together and we're going to explore in the word of God. I said, and then the goal, the objective is that whatever it is that I teach you, the agreement is, is that then you will go and teach someone else. And so that's been the way that we, we did the things that we did. And she said, yes. And what I am very blessed by is the fact that because you said yes, I gained a wonderful friend. Okay. So without all the other stuff, what are we going to talk about tonight, my friend? <laughs> um, okay. um, tonight, last week, you were talking about um, the scripture, Isaiah 44, 17. Mm -hmm. And, it, and when it read, it, it read, no weapons that is formed against us shall prosper. But at that moment when the Holy Spirit was releasing to you, because when I used to read that scripture, I thought it was just physical weapons, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you know, pain or accident, whatever it is. But then when he said thoughts, it's also weapons also. And he opened up. I was like, wow. So, so those are weapons because I do get thoughts that come, but I, okay. I kind of catch them slow, right? But then when that happened, when when you released last week, it's like, wow. So it's taught. So I'm seeing that how I'm, when I see the thoughts come, I'm reminding that these these are weapons try to come, to, you know? Yeah, so that, yeah, that's what I get so far out of that one. So I'm, try, I'm not trying. Submit it to the Holy Spirit to help me to just catch those thoughts quickly, you know? Real quickly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you want to talk some more about that? Why it says that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it then. Okay. Uh, one of the things, what, let's look at the scripture, which she said, Isaiah 54, 17. It says that no weapon that is formed against you 
or I'm reading King James, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This, the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness of me, saith the Lord. Now, what I find interesting about that is that he said that uh, the, the, the word weapon, and I, I really did kind of look at that. And there's a pictograph and a whole lot of other stuff, but I'm just going to stay with the basics right now. It's an article, a vessel, an in implement, a utensil, a tool. Um, it can be anything. It can be uh, vessels, receptacles. I forgot to send my phone to uh, things, so you guys just have to hear it. Sorry about that. Um, but all of, all of those different things, actually, I'm going to do one of my mother's things. She does that. Okay. Um, but it says that these are implements of hunting or war or implement of music. Um, a tool of labor, a piece of furniture, uh, read, all kinds of stuff. Now, what I find interesting about that, that means even a song. And music, when it starts to work, it'll go into your mind. It, it, it'll create a thought. It'll create a picture kind of thing. But the Bible is saying, and, and psaltery, so the, the musical notes, all of these things that can be weapons that are formed against you. God is saying that those will not prosper. And then he says every tongue that rises up against what, what, what is the, the, what comes from a tongue rising up against it's words that are produced words that can produce actions that will cause people to turn against you, you know, gossip and criticism and things of that sort. And if that gets into your ear gates, if it gets into your eye gates, then it's supposed to be a thought that assaults you and keeps you in bondage or hooks you you know, connects you, takes you prisoner. This is what is behind all that. But he said, your heritage as a servant of the Lord, and now we're sons of God. He says, you, you have a heritage and your righteousness is of me, meaning that my righteousness will war for you and war on your behalf, which is what Christ Jesus has done for us. So a thought, a consideration, something that would take you astray, something that would cause you to move towards, because we're talking about the spirit of harlotry. We're talking about, really, we're talking about purity and how that assignment of harlotry is against you to get you off, to get you to turn away from God, to abandon the post, to abandon his words, to abandon his ways. And so he's saying that the thoughts of the adversary are forged against you to uh, and are designed to come against you in order to bring you into subjection, into uh, bondage, to break you down mentally and emotionally. This is what the words that hurt. This is what all. These is what when words can be weapons or being hurled at you, or fiery darts that come at your mind. They come at your ear, eyes, but to get you to hear in your head something other than what God has said. But he said, they're not going to have precedence. They're not going to have victory. They're not going to have authority over you because righteousness is your heritage. Righteousness is your shield and your reward. Your, um, your, it surrounds you. It is your hiding place, the righteousness of God, which for me, tells me the blood of Jesus was was speaking even before it was shed. Because the principle of bloodshed, the principle of, of blood being the, 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 the salvation or the cleansing, I should say, for us, 
and it, it being something that would wipe sins away and clear the pathway. That that's that principle, that that law was already in effect. It was before the foundation of the world. So therefore there had to be a natural way, something that the father was putting into motion. And so blood became a way to protect your thoughts. Blood became a way to to uh, silence a weapon that is against you. Can you see what I mean? Do you see the thought? Because now look at Matthew 6, where Jesus told us, take no thought, which meant yeah. what? He was saying, I'm using my power to tell you, I'm using my authority to tell you, you have the power to refuse a thought. So if a weapon, one of the weapons that can be formed against you is a thought, it cannot prosper if you are actually use your power to refuse the thought, to refuse to give it a place to live. Yeah. Now, what kind of picture is that giving you, my friend? Oh, wait, I need to catch up. Okay. So what do you see when I say that? What do those words do? What does that produce for you? Um... Okay, with the blood, it's like, how should I say this one? When you said that the blood is there to stop the, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a, to me, it's like a shell, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when, it's like a shell to protect, because the word is like, like a wall, protected wall shield. Yeah. So when mm -hmm. those thoughts try to come, it's like it just like boomerang come off the yeah. Because yeah. Even last week you said something that that I think it said the Lord said the weapons are coming off of his righteousness. It's the thoughts is trying to come, yeah. Mm -hmm. When the last but you said this, my heritage is of the is of God. Yeah. Yeah. Righteousness. Yeah. So those thoughts is try to us to it's come against us so we can doubt. Basically, doubt God, what he said we are. Yeah. Yeah. So what, but when you yeah. see it, so what, what happens when you see it as an assignment against you? What do you do? I, I, well, I take no talk. I just say, that's not my talk, you know. But I use the scripture. Mm -hmm. But as I said, kind of look a little slow with it. So I use the scripture. So no, my touch is holy and stuff like that. But it's a lot of, no. yeah. I'm not that like, see, that's, yeah. That, yeah. that's good what you just said. So were you telling me that you kind of look at the thought and you examine it to go, mm, no, that's not mine? Yeah. Yes. Not all now how do you do sometimes. that? <laughs> sometimes. So when you do, what is that like? How do you do that? I like that. I, that's That's really cool. Because, yeah, it's like, example, like, you know, you just sit there. Sometimes my mind is like, nothing is going on in my mind, right? I mean, like, it's quiet. Because I'm learning how to just listen. It's quiet. And I was there. And then this thought just comes. It's like, I said, no, wait a minute. Why is this? The, uh, first I ask, I said, host, but is that from the inside of me? Or is that coming up from the outside to attack, right? And I was like, I said, no. I have no... You know, I don't have no bad thoughts against that person or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I said, I said, they are forgiven. When it's like try to bring up the past stuff, I said, they are forgiven in Jesus' name. So that's what I keep asking. Okay, is that the inside of me or is that from the outside? Yeah. Because I don't, yeah, I used to do this religious stuff. Just rebuke the devil, rebuke the devil now. I'm learning how to act. How to act the spirit of the living God. Yeah. Is that on the inside or, you know? Yeah. That's really good. So what happens? Yeah. He talks to you or what did he, does he give you directions? What do you do with it? Because you're actually doing Isaiah 54, 17. So, you know, what, what happens? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, well, because sometimes it's like the thoughts come over. I was like, okay, I got to go to sleep. So it's like, I keep saying, you know, keep coming and saying, no, it's okay. And then sometimes I felt like a peace, you know, just release the word. Mm -hmm. And that is it. Not try to be anxious. Oh, it's going to come again. You know? Yes. Yeah. And then you show me like, okay, this is like a hurt. That part needs to be, you know, fully healed. That's just the wounded part, the hurt part. Try to yeah, look, you remember what the person did? It was like, okay, guys, I'm learning that part. When it's like the wounded part of me, that part that is healed, but that part that's not fully healed or whole. Yeah. So what do you do with that part? So you. You, are you using the word against that part or do you just say, oh, okay, that's still there and you just leave it? What, what do you do? No, I don't leave it. I like, I submit that part of me to him so it can be fully, so it don't like fester back up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then you can see how the blood of Jesus starts to come in. And yeah. that's why I believe that it works so well against the thought because I know you, I've heard you pray. So I know that you, you'll use those words and you'll, you'll do some things with them. And yes. so this is, this is good. And I think that, can you see how that's an example of you doing Isaiah 54, 17, as well as Matthew 6, taking no thought, you know, what is, what Jesus was saying there, take no thought of, of your needs being met. So how do you, how do you use that? Or even I'm going to turn it on you just a bit, but I do this all the time. So, uh, <laughs> How do you, in, in the things that we're teaching, um, see, even some of the stuff that we were talking about last week, how do you put that to work in your life? What do you do with it? Okay. What do you do with the teaching? What do you do? I know. See, with Birdie and others, I, because I, I can over talk and I, I realize sometimes I do that to get what I'm thinking out, but then we've got to extract just the piece that we want to use so that's how that works um what do you do with what you hear from a teaching okay sometimes when i'm here i like i meditate on it the best way i know how to i ain't gonna act like i sit with it 24 7 you know i meditate and i notice something like i like it constantly keep coming back up like i'm hearing it and i'm hearing the scripture that's okay. What is that? And then sometimes I just rest. This, okay. I said, Holy Spirit, help me to just be quiet so I can see what you what the word is actually saying. Yeah. So then I say, oh. And then I was like, something may, might happen, like a couple, like whatever, down and in the same scripture, like just come back up. Like it's a remembrance of the scripture, just putting me back in remembrance, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that you put the word to work is, is yeah. what you're doing. Okay. 
So then when you hear what's being taught, we, because I know we can say things that kind of feel like they hit people. When you hear something, <laughs> so when you hear something that you don't like, what, what do you do with it? If it, you can find it in the scripture, but you don't like the way it's said, what do you do with that? Okay. For example, I remember on one of the, I think it's one of the five, yeah, it is one of the five name prayer call. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing the words coming out of Apostle Mark that, that God is the most important one, right? And I get offended. And I was like, really, God, everything is about you. I don't know. It's like, everything is about you. But then I, I remember I heard you said that, that, on one of the calls, so your soul was getting, your spirit man was actually beating, but your soul was like, and I was like, why am I getting upset when I hear that God is the most important stuff? But I wasn't, I wasn't hearing it right, right? So I keep submitting that part, because I know, yeah, I keep submitting that part. I was like, oh, it's all about you. It's all about you. I can't do nothing. He's like, but it was wrong, because <laughs> I thought I couldn't do nothing, right? But then more and more I keep submitting supposed to submit myself to you because I don't want to keep you know yeah so then when I actually heard it the last time it dawned on me wow you are the most important person not because you know you want everybody you know you want everybody just serve you like that no you are the most important person right and because <laughs> he's the most important person he turned to us and let us know we're important too you know so it's like wow mm-hmm. So I submit, I submit those part of me and ask the Holy Spirit to give me the scripture to put there. Yes. Okay. So then when I like that, by the way, that's really good. So then, and if anybody has any questions online, you guys feel free to uh, uh, go ahead and post those for, as well for Bertie or for me or uh, whatever your comments, we'd like to hear them. So uh, let's, let's look at something. We're talking about the spirit of purity. We're talking about how purity is more than maybe the ways that it has been defined. Purity is Jesus. How do you find, or what do you do with that? What do you do with those words? What do you do with this uh, God's definition of purity? Well, I ask, well, for me, I ask the Holy Spirit, what do you really mm-hmm. mean about that? You know, your point mm-hmm. of view and stuff like that. Because I'm not going to mm-hmm. act like I know stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ask. Okay. But sometimes I don't really sit to get the answer because I'm always moving. So that part needs yeah. to be helped. So what does he say? Well, he can move too. So, I mean, I, don't, I, I think that sitting, sitting is what you do on the inside. Yeah. More so than what you do on the outside. And so I know you, you're constantly moving. She's a soccer player, so she's always got to move around and, and do things like that. But you can sit even while you're moving. Did you know that? Nope. Well, you're going to learn it this week. How about that? You can hear him. I mean, you, you do actually because you travel to work and you take, what is it, the ferry or you take the bus or whatever it is, however you yeah. transfer. Okay. So even while you're moving, you can listen to him. You're listening to him actively, right? Yes. Okay. When you're at work and you're having interactions with customers or any of the things that are going on, 
you are you are either doing all the talking or you're sitting inside because you're seated. This is let's look at it scripturally. You're seated in the yeah. heavenlies in Christ Jesus. So you're always seated, even when you're moving. Okay. Okay. So that's why you can hear him. Even in the midst of all of the other stuff, you just remember where you're positioned. Does that make sense? Because we're yeah. going to test this out. Okay. So we, let's test it out then. <laughs> oh, Come on, let's test it out. How would you test it out? How? Yeah. You've got a brilliant mind. So how would you test that out? Because you, I'm thinking, so tell me what you're thinking. How would how would you tell someone else to do it? Wait, do what? Sorry, listen to him. no. That's what no. That's that's perfect. Exactly that because in the seated place, your spirit is listening. But in the world place, the mind is all over the place. It's like ooh squirrel, oh chicken, oh soccer, oh pretty, oh this. So how do you get that little busy bee to listen to what you're hearing? Uh, how do I get it? Honestly, well, I don't really consciously know, but I know sometimes I do, after a lot of like talking and stuff, I don't mm -hmm. see myself being like quiet on the inside, you know, quiet okay. and listening. Yeah, but okay. sometimes I'm not consciously doing it. Like, what I mean, like, yeah. Just like, wow. Just listening and just observing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, w what does the scripture say about the kind of mind you should let be in you? Because when you're just, you're describing the natural mind. So does that tell you something is missing? That there's somebody that needs to be in place that maybe you're not paying attention to? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because what we're talking about is how do we get this to work? And the answer is always going to be, he does it. <laughs> we know that. Yes. So what do you do? What? Wait. You got to clear it up. What I do with my mind and what I do to let him, yeah. let his mind yeah. work? Yes. Well, um, let's go to the word, okay? Yes, thank you very okay. much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm not trying to set you up. I'm what I'm wanting to do at the moment is pull something out of you that I can see is, is there, and uh, this is how we typically talk, we're not trying to do show business or anything like that. This is what we're doing. Now we know that the scripture is going to tell you what kind of mind do you have? Because the mind that's not sitting, the mind that is all over the place, is that your mind or is that his mind? My mind. Right. So if you are kingdom and your mind is that busy, then what's out of order? What's missing? It's mine. <laughs> you make it sound like you're being punished. Okay, it's his mind. <laughs> yeah, it is his mind. And what? 
<laughs> oh, that is so funny. Okay, come on. And so let, what does he say about? What are you supposed to do with his mind? Look at Philippians 2.5. Let's look at that. Yes. I mean, there's a few different places we can go with this. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, his mind. Okay, so what does Philippians say? What is that one? And then you can add a scripture to that. It said, let, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Okay. Yeah. And then what does it say about, isn't this interesting? Verse six is going to tell you something about how he thought. What does it say in verse six? It said, who being in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be gripped, grasped. Okay. Yeah. So that word it was talking about, he thought. He was, he did the kind of thoughts that he had. If you don't know, if I don't know the character of him, then how will I recognize his thoughts? She's got family, so sometimes she has to mute for a minute. Y'all y'all know what that's like. So go on. So here's Geneva's question or comment. She said, and you're muted, Carlita. She said, so we need to train our subconscious and conscious mind to consider what and how Jesus would handle it. What would be his thoughts through the application of his word and communication, communion with the spirit? Yeah, we need to train our subconscious and conscious mind to consider what and how, but we do it by the word because these, remember that the word of God are the thoughts of God. So if you want to know how the mind of God works, you got to read what the mouth of God, the voice of God has said. And that's what is telling us, um, how to to move okay so this is this is what we're doing we're going to so the scripture let this mind that's the power of submission you know i know people think well i allow it to be so yeah you do allow it to be so but it's also submitting to the power of it as opposed to submitting to the power of the other mind so how do you do that, Bertie? What do, what would you say? Okay. Um, so first, to be honest, I ask the Holy Spirit, okay, how do I let his mind operate? Because I don't know, right? And then like an example, like, you know, I used to when like when somebody said something to me, right? I used to like have something to say back, right? But no, I'm noticing like when that opportunity to come, right? It's like I just silent. It's just like I do not respond back to them because you know it said in the next scripture it said like he did not when the when they insulted him, he did not return insult. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I was like, mm -hmm. wow, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's like I didn't even answer them. It's like and it's not in a like until one one of the yes. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm talking to you right now. I was like, I didn't hear you. You know. Sometimes I didn't, I don't care what they're saying, but I was like, thank mm -hmm. you, Holy Spirit. I'm actually not trying to want to answer that, like, you know? Yeah. But as you said, first I asked, how do I let it, let your mind operate? Because I don't know how to do it, you know? Yeah. And then he teach me, just as Jesus didn't say anything unless he heard what the Father say, right? 
yeah. So if I have nothing to say, that's not going to edify anyone, just shut up. Just shut up, yeah. So let me throw a crazy expression out there and let's see what you do with it. Do you think about how you think? Yes, <laughs> I do. Oh okay. my gosh, I do. Okay. I do. Because I catch myself like thinking stuff. I was like, why am I thinking these crazy silly, like, what I mean, like, not, sometimes it's not like bad stuff. I was like, I got to give up this childish, like this childish thinking. Like, okay, what should I give this to you? Because this is not, as I say, this is not good for my mind. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, just shut up with this. This doesn't make no sense. And it's not nothing like, it's not nothing bad, like nothing out, that kind of stuff, right? It's just silly stuff, like the past mindset, yeah. Okay, I'm seeing some, you know, stuff like that. So, like, submit it. Yeah. But I always ask the Holy Spirit to help me, though. Okay. I don't know if I can do so, anything to it. Yeah. So then do you think that we should have a plan for the kind of thoughts that we will allow and and the kind that we won't? What do you mean? Okay. You said that you some of these things are silly thoughts and you're going, oh, wait a minute. I'm, you're judging your thoughts, basically. So do you think we should have a plan? Why, why, is it, why is it that some thoughts, negative thoughts can stay, but we'll get rid of thoughts of truth because they don't make any sense to us? Do your thoughts have to make sense to you Oh, me? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Do your thoughts have to make sense to you? Okay. In that scenario, I know it was a childish ways that mm -hmm. I actually submit that part to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. what I meant. That's the part. Yes. In some part of my mind, it's like, okay, this is not, not going to edify me, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just garbage. Yes. Right. Let's let's look at something, because I, I'm, I, as this is kind of coming to mind, um, what do I want to do? Let's go to Philippians 4, since we're in Philippians, and let's look at verse 8. Because he says something interesting. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things honest, whatever things just, whatever things... Whatsoever things pure, which is what we were talking about is purity. Whatsoever things lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if any virtue and if any praise, and there's that word, think on these things. So it's like a, 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 a thinking map, a mind map. This is the direction that your thoughts are to go. Yes. Lovely things, pure things, and now... Who would be the source of that? What mind would produce those kind of thoughts? Okay, the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. Yeah. And so there's a, our measuring rod. I mean, to me, I'm looking at it and it goes, here in verse 9, he says, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. So you learned it, you receive it, you heard it, it went into your ear gates, and you've seen it. That's what you do. 
and the God yes. of peace shall be with you. So our actions tells me that our thoughts are connected to our actions or our actions are connected to our thoughts. And so many times, if you are, you're saying that your mind is going on these different places, so you're scattered in the thoughts, then it, it says to me, maybe I need to pay attention to whose thoughts I'm thinking. And so in, in a scenario like that, what would you do? Because I've heard you talk about this before. You say, here we go. You say that your yeah. mind go, because I, I know uh, if the sentences with you are not short, then you don't hear. But is that true or is that rebellion? <laughs> well, I think it's rebellion, right? Mm -hmm. I, oh. I didn't know that. I thought that some people can sit long and listen and some don't. No, that's what we choose. Because if Christ, okay, see, let's think about it. If that's true, then the mind of Christ is schizophrenic. Wow. They're telling you how they think. They're not telling you how God thinks. They're telling you, I'm not thinking like him. I'm thinking like me and I ain't got time for this. So when you look at it that way, why are you saying that you are not capable of holding a thought that God wants to release to you? And I'm not meaning to put you on the spot. I'm, I'm simply, I'm really curious about it. It's like, there's other people that are like, wait a minute, what, what, what? <laughs> so this is not about us. This is about all of us, you know, not just two of us. Okay. All right. So for me, sometimes, well, I'm going to be... Well, I wasn't lying anyway. I'll be honest. It's just a saying, yeah. Sometimes it's like, for me, ah, I don't want to do the work. Just let the work, just let that thought just go. I don't want to do the work. But I know sometimes I caught it, like I caught it, and then the scripture, the the scripture to say, I keep saying it, yeah. But sometimes, oh, I can't bother with the work. Because I see that, oh, I got to keep saying the saying. I got to say the word of God, that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Just leave it alone, you know? But that's mm -hmm. wrong, so... That's why, yeah, that's yeah. Well, what would that be connected to, though? I don't want to do the work, laziness. I don't. So, what is that connected yeah. to? It's got to be connected to something. And if it's not connected to truth, if it's not connected to to kingdom, it's got to be coming from witchcraft, rebellion, stubbornness, yeah. refusal to change, pride, and all those things got cast out of heaven, cast out of the yeah. kingdom. So I think that's why Jesus said, why don't you pay attention to how you're thinking? Yeah. You know, or what you're hearing. Pay attention to what you're hearing. Take a look at what you what thoughts you you're receiving. I'm paraphrasing things. Take heed how you hear. Take heed what you hear. So when we do that, let's take it back over to Isaiah 54, 17. No thoughts formed against you can overcome you or overtake you unless you give them place. Yes. Because you have righteousness. You have the blood of Jesus. You have, because see, we can, we're rendering, we're reading an old, uh, uh, what did you say? A, a prophetic statement. We're reading from an old Testament prophet, but we're reading it in the light of, of the, of the ascendant of the, of the risen Lord. And so we've got to see that what I, 
how do you say his name? Say it again. I'm going to get it one of these days. Isaiah? Isaiah. Isaiah. I'm going to get this. Okay. The way that Isaiah (laughs) says it, I just like the way she says it. So I'm just like, you're not trying to be uh, anything, but I love it. Okay. When he said it, it was prophesied, but it's fulfilled. Yes. It's fulfilled. So this is a this is a kingdom mandate. No, the weapons formed against you, even the thoughts formed against you, and the actions formed against you. According to the kingdom, these things will not prosper. But if we leave the door open, because yes. your thoughts, that there's a gate that we allow, we allow those things to come in. Then when they prosper, what does it look like? Because it's a weapon that's working in you, unfortunately, not just coming at you, but it comes at you to work through your own power to destroy yourself. Self-destructive thoughts are what they're called. So what do you recommend? What are you going to do to tighten the mind? How do you, what do you do? Um, well, as I said, I, you know, I ask the Holy Spirit to, to, well, let me be aware quickly, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I can catch them quick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause I know when it comes, it's, well, for me, when it comes, it's two reasons for me to mm-hmm. judge God as unfaithful mm-hmm. and disqualify, disqualify myself or try to say, okay, I'm not that, you know? Yeah, but the first one is wow. like judge God and yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. So then what is the weapon that you use? It is the word. Well, I yeah, because yeah. in that when that talk comes, yeah, the word. I asked for the scripture mm-hmm. to use on against that word. Mm-hmm. So that you should just quote one one of them. Okay. Because yeah. you, I, I heard you tell me, you tell me something true in the Bible study, right? There's a word for everything. But we yeah, have to ask is. for the right word. The right you word. do. Yeah. We know we have yeah. the famous ones that we, because we heard that just declare those same ones, but no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have the right one for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you know what's it. interesting? Everybody, a lot of people quote scripture, but they don't believe it. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not a big one for just opening. I'm not a big one for opening the Bible and just reading it yeah. as though it's. I, I, I like it. I mean, you know, it's like okay, thus it is written. I'll go to Hebrews chapter four. Uh, that's just like my my thought right here. So let's go ahead and go over there. Um, but I'll think about Hebrews chapter four, and that it is. Wow, look at this. Okay, pages stuck together. Sorry, you can hear all my my sound. <laughs> Verse twelve is what I'm thinking. Okay, he says, "For the word of God is quick. That means it's alive. It's and it's like that, and it's powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit." So there's that that thing right there. The word can separate so that you can distinguish that which is of God and that which is of man. And it and of the joints and marrow and it and a discerner of the thoughts. See, the word of God explains to you what your thoughts are, and it also is a discerner of the intents of the heart. So what when I look at that, 
and you say, yeah, I'm going to get a word for it. I feel like that's when you tell everything else to stop and say, okay, I got a word of the Lord, but I'm not just going to speak it because I'm going to, that's not how it works. I'm going to eat it. And I'm going to become one with it. Yes. And then I'm going to release it from the place, from the firing chamber, if you will. Not just, it's like the difference between, I guess, uh, having um, a bullet and you have your gun and you can, you can load the magazine, if you will, and, and, and put, it, put that one bullet in the firing chamber, you know, set it, or you can take the bullet and throw it at somebody. Okay. Yeah. One is not going to be very effective. Yeah. And that's what I think too many people do with scripture is they take it and they say, oh, I found the scripture and I'm just going to tell the devil this. It's like, well, you don't yeah. need to tell the devil. You need to tell you. Okay. But, or you can have it cocked and loaded and pull, you know, in the firing chamber. Now it's got velocity. Now it's got, it's got some power to it. It has trajectory. It has all those things. It's going to hit a target and it's going to cause some damage. But yes. we you think that the word of God is like, I, I don't know what some people think it is. Um, it's not magic. I can tell you that. I used to, I used to get like, I used to get tired of just quoting the word, right? And then no, mm -hmm. I sense on the inside. I think in that time, the Holy Spirit let me see something. Mm -hmm. I was quoting it and there's a lot of doubt. And I said, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wow. Because I asked, okay, how do doubt work in me, right? And I saw mm -hmm. it and he showed me, like, you're saying it, but you don't believe the word. And I felt it. I said, wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Doubt works like faith is supposed to. More people have uh, the power of doubt than they do the power of faith. And they exercise. They're using faith, but they're using faith in Satan. They're using faith in, in the areas of unbelief. They exercise that faith in economy exercise that faith in health, exercise that kind of, it's a lack of faith, but it is, it's faith in, in something other than God, you see? So there we go again, that's idolatry, that's harlotry. Those are the things that come against the purity of, you, of who you are, because at the end of the day, we carry Christ. And he would not, his mind does not operate that way. His mind stayed, stays pure, because his mind only focuses on what the father says. And his mind looks to see what the father does and then does those things. What I see my father do is what I do. We yeah. are, it, I believe, do you think, I mean, question, we're, we're um, close, close to the end of our time. So, but the question is, is do you think that we, um, that we keep trying to work formulas instead of simply believing? Why? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Well, okay, I can't, I can't speak to everyone, but it's like example, right? Mm -hmm. so, I hear, well, so I hear you said you did this, right? And it worked for you. But then I don't say that's okay. She has to take the time and she, you know, do this stuff. So I might take it. It's okay. Well, Pastor Lonzine did this. So 
I'm going to do it. And she did it this time. She did it this time. And then I turned into a formula. Yeah. And then when it don't work, I said, okay, God's word is not working. Yeah. So that's the formula. We take, oh, five step or whatever. whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, and then not saying, because some of the, well, I said, some of the leaders, that's what they was taught before. So they teach the same thing, what they was taught. And then we, we, we yes, and it, yes, that's what the problem is done for me. Yeah. Until I'm like, okay, Lord, teach me how, not how Pastor Lundin do it her way, but teach me how to do it so I can get the result, you know? Yes. Yes, because when the try, okay, this is too much. It's not like the formula, ah, it's too tiresome. I got to do this, like, because, yeah. Usually when the prayer, even when I was used to pray and stuff, I, you got to pray for an hour. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this. Because I was praying. I, I, I thought, oh, yes, I prayed for an hour in just five minutes. That's I'm done. I'm not going to do that anymore. Holy Spirit, help me. Teach me how to just to pray. I ain't going to watch your time and stuff like that. Guys. It was like, ah, oh, that's it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So it's like a, and they put like, yeah. So that's the form. Sometimes the formula stuff put like, bondage on you you know yeah yes yeah and the worst part is is that it's not the formula it's we did it <laughs> <laughs> we did it because we we wanted to do something other than yeah i like that i like that a lot well let's see what some of the other people are saying if we're about to if you want to comment on any of those you've met geneva or you've seen her so she said train isn't correct admit it is more accurate yeah, training. I like that. Okay, what else does she say? Dandy is talking to us. Okay, consider how I think. What is motivating my thoughts? Am I thinking based in my mind or him? I just have to be more consistent and take a pause. So you want to comment on that? That sounds like something you were saying. You're muted. Okay, let me read it. Yes, on that, am I thinking based on my mind? Uh, yeah. Okay, so on my on that one, it's like sometimes when I think, right? Not say I'm thinking, like when I hear the scripture, I sometimes doubt it. Okay, is that you? Because okay, how do I do it? I don't pause. I actually doubt that the Holy Spirit actually speaking to me in me, right? So I don't pause. I like. Now you is that me? Sometimes I don't really think. Sometimes that's okay. Is that my talk? Because I do ask him. Is that my talk or is that you? Like, want to get my, I say, get my attention or pull me into the scripture so I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning how to just pause and ask. And it's nothing wrong to ask. Because I heard Apostle say, no, we ask. So we don't know. So we got to ask him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says to ask, right? Ask, seek, yes. knock. Okay. Well, here's another comment. She says she either chooses to use her shield against the fiery dot or allow them to pierce me. So there's a there it is. Using your, thank you, Jenny. I love that. Using your power. Uh, um, I know there's some other people out there. I saw your name. So uh, get in on this. She says the enemy knows. He's counting on me not knowing or not using what I know. Think about that. What, do you, what what are your thoughts on that or your response to that? Yeah. 
Uh, okay, thank you. On this one, well, I remember I was talking to you and I don't remember what it was. You said something and you asked me, okay, why do I listen to the talk of the enemy? And I said, well, because he's talking loud. But you didn't say that. The Holy Spirit, correct me. No. I, I don't fully remember. It just came to my mind, but I remember. It's not that he's talking loud. I can't bring it back to my memories. Because that part was like, Amen. wow, it hit me. Yeah. It's not that he's talking Amen. loud. It's that, huh? Is that, I don't, I don't remember all of it, but I just left. Yeah. You tuned into his frequency. Yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Change the station. Yeah. That's not a flip comment. Change the station. You know, when nobody's trying to be cute. Um, we really mean walk away from that. We really mean um, walk in, uh, walk in the power. And if she's responding to you, uh, someone else's process is not necessarily my process. Exactly. You know, yes. it's like eating plans and 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 styles of life, lifestyles, and all the rest. Um, you know, it's it's not the process. It's a it's but because there's a process that's connected to our calling. It's connected to our assignment, to our mission, to whatever word you want to uh, purpose, whatever word it is that uh, people tend to use. The bottom line is it's connected to the will of God as seen through me. All of us are, are distinct, I think, stories. We're stories that God is telling about the victory that comes um, from the kingdom, comes through the kingdom. So um, this is what we're looking at. And Carlita, I, I want to say to you that, you know, you you I believe that the Lord is calling you to use the power that is given. I mean, this is called this is so brilliant, but and it is for all of us, but in the season where you are right now, you gotta get rid of the rebellion. The belief. Now let, let me let me say what I mean by rebellion because I, I know people Sometimes people have only one definition of a word yes. or one application, one application of, of a definition. You will. The rebellion is the things that keep hindering you from, from overcoming. You don't have a short attention span. You have a brilliant mind. The problem is, is that you believe this thing about you that God is not saying well, you know, I made her with a short attention span, so you have to give her a bit. She's not going to be able to. Can you imagine God saying, well, this child of mine has a learning disability. And so, you know, we have to treat them special because they're not going to be able to keep up with the things that I've caught them to do. Where is that written about you? Yeah, that's the rebellion I mean. It's, it's the same type of thing. Somebody else would be saying, well, I just can't lose weight. I can't stop drinking. I can't stop thinking about this person. I just can't let go of the wounds of the past. All of those are excuses. Yeah. Because what, because, uh, because what we just said is greater is he that is outside of me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Than he that is within. Greater is he that is in the world than he that is in me. And that is a, a complete mix up of, it's not the truth is what I'm saying. I'm going to, you know, you'll come back and talk to me again, probably next month or something. I'm going to 
Um, I have Leslie coming on. I'm going to talk to Sochi. I'm going to talk to Geneva. Um, I've got a few others, you know, I, 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 where, where y'all will be in, in the mix. We'll find out, uh, not the mix, but in the, in the flow of this, but different ones of you, I want you to come and talk one-on-one -on -one because I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm hearing the measure of growth, but I'm also going to say to you in terms of, because we're talking discipleship, this is how we do it. We look, we listen, and, and the last thing I'm going to do is let Carlita ask me whatever questions she's got, because she comes up with zingers for me. And this is how I grow. I, I've mentioned before, I don't grow because y'all sit up here and just say, well, I'm going to take a text and I'm going to teach you. That's fine if you want to do that. But it's really when you start giving me the testimonies of what you're doing with what the word says, it pierces me to say, wow, I love the way they're doing that it didn't even it, it gives uh, me a different way to look at it and i'm going to need it because i'm going to have to grow in an area where i have been stubborn or rebellious and i did not know it was in me so when we discover it in one another love says hey you know what you got to get that off how can I help you? I'm going to walk with you. I'm not just telling you, you know, do it, go, go handle that and come back and tell me how, you know, tell me how it worked out. Hope it works. You know, <laughs> that's not it. But I see this thing trying to hinder you from the season that the Lord has brought you to. And in order to cross over and to start winning, you know, overcoming and growing, and, and then these things can't go with us. They cannot go with us. So when I say you, and I say you got to deal with the rebellion, you know me well enough to know I've just said the same thing to myself. Yes. Okay. So final questions or comments, you guys go ahead and post them. And what's my what's what's what you got for me, honey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have that for you today. Okay, not. You do. We'll wait. We'll look at the other last few comments and then um, we'll go on. And we are talking to you, Geneva Neves. Yes, we are. <laughs> and she says, connect it to me, the individual. Yes. Yeah. You, the individual that he created because he, he didn't make us, you know, he were one. But these are the different parts. Okay. And thank you, Minister Frederick says, this is so freeing. The conversation is also helping me to see the importance of developing a relationship. Yes. With him, with ourselves, and with one another. It's that order. The relationship I have with him determines the relationship that I will have with myself or where I'm lacking in a relationship with myself, where I lack self-care. I don't care about this part of me, but he does. So why do I not care about something that he cares about. And why do I care about things that he says, don't let that concern you. You know, where am I rebellion? I'm flipping it over and I'm doing what he, I'm doing Romans seven again. And we're past that. The things that I don't want to do is what I do. And we're past that. That's not something we're supposed to keep going back to and, you know, using it as an excuse. See, she's talking to you. <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead and respond if you, you know, if you have something to say, go for it. Because we're about to end it. Oh, okay, it's all of us. Yeah, it is. 
So you want to respond to this one? Oh, <laughs> um, um, no, not really. Okay. Well, she spoke for all of us. We do have to take our thoughts captive. And the way that we take them captive is to let the word of God dwell in you richly. To uh, do the things that we're saying. I, I look for scriptures to talk about because I have the mind of Christ and I hold the thoughts and intents and the purposes of this heart. I'm, I'm walking in that. Um, but really let that word in Colossians 3, I believe it is, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let it become like blood to you. Because when I think of richly, I think of, of something that's so luxurious and so potent. And I don't think there's anything more luxurious and powerful than the blood of Jesus, you know, as a substance that, that will dwell in me and, 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 and it's, it carries his DNA. It, it carries the divine nature of the almighty. And this is what we are meant to represent to the world. And this is what we are to resound are the thoughts of God. We're to articulate the thoughts of God. Okay. So that's what, um, you know, that's what we, we really want to do. And so I'm just looking at it. I'll go ahead and put that there. Um, I'm just looking at it in terms of the growth that you have, but let's, let's, let's not stop growing. And so I will work personally. I'm taking it as I'm saying, I, I see this with you with the mind, but I see well, that's not my issue, but hey, where am I kind of scattered? Where am I not uh, allowing those disciplines to come in? Um, the, things that, the things that I've been feeling lately, you know, and it's like, wow. And I'm constantly just like what you said, I have to give them back to him. Do you want this? Hell yeah, he'll take it. You know, he'll take all uh, this, this nasty and it's like, well, then why does it keep coming? It's like, well, it's an opportunity, isn't it, to really get clean. So next time you come back um, to come talk here, then we'll go with the direction of the Spirit of the Lord. But one thing I want to be able to, you, to give you opportunity to do is say, this is the snapshot of where I was. But next time you come, there'll be testimony of why you are no longer acting like somebody that you never were because it's not the original intent of God that you would not be able or I would not be able to believe him or to walk with him so let's let's work on that as as a life thing as a place where we let the king's domain have that dominion okay that's allowing the kingdom of God to occupy us completely so what are your closing comments before you She's doing really well because I know she wants to go to sleep. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Thank you, my friend, for doing that. Any final comments? No. No. Okay. No questions for me. Not right now. Not right now? Okay. Well, I'm going to do you the favor of um, I'll close this out and um, um, I know I'm going to keep you here. I'm going to do you a favor of, of uh, letting you go, but we're just going to go ahead and, and call it a night. I want to say thank you to everyone. I pray that this is really helpful to you uh, in terms of where we're going. We, we really are talking about relationships. 
we're talking about the relationship with God. We're talking about relationship with ourselves. And, and we're going to need that in order to be able to understand and recognize the weapons, the thoughts. The thoughts that are formed against us are also demonic assignments. They are things that the adversary and his bunch want us to believe or to think so that we don't walk in the power of our kingdom assignment and because we're too busy messing around with the demonic assignments against us. It's like, you know, your, your feet are itching and you're scratching at them instead of just going on ahead and doing the full soak and letting all that stuff be dealt with. So I pray that you have, that this has been helpful. This is one of the ways we do discipleship on one-on-one. And this is a relationship. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, it's a pastor. I don't like saying sheep necessarily, but this is a pastor. There is that relationship, but it's also friend to friend and it's sister to sister. It's getting in the word of God listening to what the word of God has to say and then allowing the word that's on the inside of us to flow out for us to help one another. Um, I was not putting my sister on the spot. This is how we have our conversation. This is exactly what we do. And believe me, uh, she, she, I'm going to say this before we go, because I, I just want you're a witness. When I was struggling over the things that I was eating. Did you know about it or did I hide it from you? No, I know. I was struggling. Okay. Did I talk to you about it? Yes. And did you help me with it? Yes. Yes, you did. Okay. Because it cuts both ways. We need each other. So the offerings and all the information that you need Wednesday night people to give is there. Uh, please keep the conversation going, Geneva. I really thank you so much, my sweet Jenny, for uh, all of the the uh, thing. Here she said, "I'm not preaching. I'm confessing, <laughs> confessing, <laughs> and, and 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 being being transparent, transparent, and allowing allowing. We're not trying to hide the darkness. We want it exposed because we're choosing to be kingdom. So." On behalf of Apostle Baker and all the ministers and my friends and so forth, we're getting ready to say goodnight. But before we do, Bertie, I'm going to ask you to pray. You go ahead and pray for the people, and then we can say goodnight. Yes. So, Father, thank you. We thank you for this time that we get to fellowship with one another today. Thank you for as you have exposed those parts of the lie of the enemy. Father, thank you that we take these words and we use them on the inside of us. Thank you for your love. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that made all this possible for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives and abides on the inside of us. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that it pleases you to live on the inside of us. Amen. Amen. So I thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week. It's just me. (laughs) And uh, I'll be bringing forth more as we're talking about these assignments and this relationship that we have with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So on behalf of all in the ministry. I'm Pastor Lindsay Lee. This is our good, my good friend here, Bertie, a.k.a. Carlita Lewis. 
and we love you astoundingly and we will see you next time. Thank you 